0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Toby Talk and this week is AmeriCorps week. So I brought two of my AmeriCorps fellows on to the podcast to talk about their experience in the last two years that we've been serving together at their sites, um, what they did before AmeriCorps, what their plans are for after, and celebrate AmeriCorps week. So a little bit before we get started about AmeriCorps and AmeriCorps week, uh, for those who don't know, AmeriCorps Week is from March 10th to March 16th, and it is a celebration of all things AmeriCorps, from the programs and organizations that make this national service initiative possible in thousands of locations, to the members who have pledged to get things done since the program's inception in 1994. There are currently over 75,000 members serving in 21,000 locations, and well over 1 million AmeriCorps alumni. There are three main AmeriCorps programs that we cover a little bit in our conversation and interview, uh, but I'll go over them very briefly. There's AmeriCorps NCCC, AmeriCorps VISTA, and AmeriCorps State National, which we are a part of. In AmeriCorps NCCC, members strengthen communities and develop leadership skills through direct team-based service. It's usually a team of young adults from 18 to 24 that travel across the country to complete projects that meet crucial community needs. FEMA Corps members are also part of this, complete projects specifically designed by FEMA to support disaster preparedness and response. AmeriCorps VISTA is where members go where the need is the greatest, so usually to communities facing poverty, inequity, and unemployment. So VISTA members serve in a professional setting, building partnerships, writing grants, and organizing volunteers. Uh, And above all, VISTA members are catalysts for change, working to advance local solutions. And for myself, AmeriCorps state and national, members engage in a diverse range of service projects at local, regional, and national organizations to address critical community needs of disaster services, economic opportunity, education, healthy futures, environmental stewardship, and veterans and military families. So that's what we are all a part of. So I have Lolly and Steven, my AmeriCorps fellows joining me today. So let's get to that interview with them.
1: All right, guys. So
0: for Americorps Week, I have two of my fellows here from my cohort. So if you guys please introduce yourselves, where you guys are stationed at, and what you guys do at your locations. You go first. Sure.
1: So I'm Lolly, and I'm the Americorps VIP Lead at 10C, an organization in Santa Ana.
2: Thanks. Uh, My name is Steven Kreit. Um, I'm an AmeriCorps VIP fellow, um, and my site is Community Action Partnership of Orange County.
0: Awesome. And I'm, of course, Dom, and I'm here at Lion's Heart, and we've all been serving for two years together. Yes. This is our second year of AmeriCorps. It's been great. Uh, Let's see. So we can talk a little bit about our program. So there's a couple of differences between our program and other AmeriCorps programs. Lala, do you want to cover some of
1: the basics? You're the lead. Sure. So I know that there's three. There's AmeriCorps Vista, AmeriCorps, and Triple C, and AmeriCorps uh, State and National program. Mm-hmm. So the one that we are in is the state program, and that's for the volunteer infrastructure uh, program, um, and that basically entails just members being placed at nonprofits to help build the volunteer infrastructure and capacity at a nonprofit organization.
0: Mm-hmm. Or school.
1: Or school. Yes. Schools. Yep. Mm-hmm. and
0: there's NCCC, which is kind of like...
1: More direct service. Yeah. Um, and then Vista, I know, is a little bit more independent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and there's, I think, fewer members of those throughout the state.
0: Yeah, I think Vista's, like, their main focus is, like, working to fight against poverty or
1: something like
0: that, right? I think so. Yeah, and NCCC is kind of like the Explorer Scouts of yes. <laughs> Air Corps. They go out and they do more, like, hands-on service projects mm-hmm. with teams, like, across wherever they're going. So.
2: Yeah, when I, think of, when I think of NCCC, it's like... For trail building and yeah, like yeah. Things, stuff yeah. like that. cleaning
1: up beaches. Very and outdoorsy like
2: type stuff.
0: Yeah, and like handling chainsaws and like cutting down trees and stuff like that. So, but they get like deployed to a bunch of different disaster areas. So yeah, yeah.
2: I do remember there was some age requirements on that because when I was researching the Americorps mm-hmm. programs, I think you can only it's up to like it's twenty twenty four or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Eighteen twenty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But they all start at like eighteen, I believe. So yeah, yeah. you can join Americorps
0: once you're eighteen. So mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. Uh, So what made you guys join AmeriCorps and how would you describe what your experience has been like so far? Would you like to go first?
2: Yeah. Um, So, you know, my background is I got a degree in international business, Um, have some customer service type of uh, work that I've done in the past, Um, done some um, event management a little bit and so i I just really enjoyed working with people directly is kind of what I found mm-hmm. in my past, and so when I came across the posting for this um, i it really just stood out to me among other things that I was looking for um, Just the ability yeah to work directly with people um, serve my community that was a big one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just the ability to really work hands on with the community themselves I yeah. think was a big pull for me um, yeah, my, my experience has been really awesome so far. I've I really enjoyed it. Um, I have the opportunity to manage a lot more volunteers than I guess my fellows have um, the opportunity to. Just because um, the program that I'm doing is a little farm. that's at Westminster High School. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we use volunteers to manage the day-to-day operations out there. Um, so we have probably between, I'll say... 50 to 200 volunteers a month or so out there so I'm always out cool. there going out there um, leading the groups planning the events um, and so yeah it's a lot of fun to plan these events and um, there's a lot of you know seasonal challenges um, as, uh, and it's been really fun to kind of learn about agriculture because yeah. um, I didn't really know too much about agriculture um, coming into this program um, I actually went to Cal Poly Pomona, so it's a big ag yeah. school. So mm-hmm. a lot of the people that I've run into are also from Cal Poly Pomona. Yeah. So that's kind of cool to see some fellow alumni that, from there. Um, but yeah, never really really interested in agriculture, and um, just kind of got paired up with this nonprofit, and it ended up <laughs> being a perfect fit for me, I think.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I really like you know working outdoors. Um, that's really awesome to kind of have a really good balance between working in the office mm-hmm. and. working in the field.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah, just literally
0: working in the field. Yeah, yeah, in the field, (laughs) in the rows.
2: I'm getting down and dirty. Um, And so, yeah, there's just so much opportunity to interact with people, to network with people. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a a big positive thing. Um, I really... I've been able to meet lots of cool people. Yeah, um,
1: two of them right here. Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: two of my favorite people are here right now. Shout out to us! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that we've sent uh, Lions Heart teens
0: over there as well to help you guys out with any projects. So I know they've really enjoyed being out there as well. Um, where is the farm located? So, so people f- to want to find out.
2: Yeah, so it's the farm—it's called uh, the Giving Farm—and it's located at Westminster High School. Cool. And that is in the city of Westminster. It's a lot of fun
0: to go work out there too. So I've been done it. We've done it. Yeah, and, it's a lot and of fun they
1: have animals. Those. Yeah.
2: Yep, we have animals. Um, see, it's what is it March now, so we should be getting some sheep and some pigs pretty nice. soon. Yes. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, that's a big poll for the volunteers out there. Yeah. That's um, a great way for us to market the farm, Yeah. Um, to get them out there. I know Lolly said specifically that yes. she loves the cows. <laughs> I really
1: do. Yeah, so, I mean, anyone out there trying to volunteer might as well do it with some animals. Yeah,
0: definitely. Lolly, what about you? Where mm-hmm. are you at?
1: So I'm at 1OC, mm-hmm. and I first heard about the program because my oldest sister um, was an AmeriCorps member, too.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so that's where I heard about it, but I like to say that 1OC sort of chose me because as I was Googling nonprofit work and volunteering, 1OC was the first thing and the only thing that would pop up. Um, so I just said, you know, I might as well apply, even though I didn't really understand what the program was. Mm-hmm. Um, it was literally in the interview where I asked, what is volunteer infrastructure, and then... Um, Kimberly my supervisor shout out to her um said that oh, wow. um yeah she said uh a little bit more about the program so it seemed interesting to me and from there she just said that she felt I would be good at being a lead so she uh, offered me that position uh which has been great so I get to work with you guys uh, as well as <clears throat> 26 seven other members that get to do the same thing at their nonprofit or school mm-hmm. um but one OC is a more we're going towards management services to these nonprofits, so that means back office support, volunteer services, um, community engagement, and organizational development. So we can pretty much help your organizations with anything. I would say we do a lot of projects, uh, mostly days of service every few months. So I know we've had Mm -hmm. some Lion's Heart volunteers Mm -hmm. sign up through our website to go to the food bank and other family-friendly projects. So it's always nice to have them, especially because they do good work and are there for the right reasons. Um, But, yeah, we also do a lot of companies slash... Nonprofit work uh, projects mm-hmm. where it helps them benefit for each other. You know, the companies have the right resources and the nonprofits get to network with them. Um, so it's been fun getting through those projects. Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, I can see why uh, Kimberly thought you'd be a good leader because you've been a great mm-hmm. leader so far.
1: Thank you. Yeah, well, you guys came back, so.
2: Yeah. So I'm actually, uh, this is, I only started about a year ago. It's really a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. so the first term was my uh, as a 900 hour term. Um so I came in halfway through the first term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just jumped right into it. Uh, it was a lot of it was it was a lot of fun to just kind of hit the ground running. Uh, yeah.
1: That's a great way to put it. Everyone just gets tossed things and you learn how to do it because you have to and then yeah. you get better. So that's how it works.
2: Yeah, and
0: like for me my story is always like, "Oh, you know, I was like in between jobs, like I quit my job that I hated before. Yeah. And then a friend of mine who worked at One O C or volunteer at One O C recruited me said, Hey, you should go try AmeriCorps, I think you'd be great at it. So like I always tell everyone was kind of like that Solomon yeah. Runny story. It's like interviewed on a Monday, like came to Lion's Heart on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, signed up on a Wednesday and then like I was here the next Monday like working full-time. They're like all right here we go and then and that <laughs> was it. So it's been two years here at Lion's Heart, almost two years at Lion's Heart. It's been a wonderful time and that's kind of how I got into AmeriCorps. Yeah. Um, but it's been great. and Done a lot of great things here. Met a lot of great people. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of fun. And I don't
2: know. Yeah I guess that's kind of <laughs> What I liked about this program the most mm-hmm. is getting to create the program itself. Yeah. You yeah. really do start off. Some people start off on scratch. I know yeah, the, with the that one thing. of the the startup. Um, What's called startup, right? Mm-hmm. It's one mm-hmm. of the cohorts. Yeah. Um, so my company or my organization is technically service enterprise. So we yeah. utilize um, volunteers throughout our organization yeah. at every level. Um, but my program was brand new when I first came in. The Giving Farm program was brand new. So It's been a lot of fun to really get to create it, and I get to have a lot of creative freedom with that. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of autonomy in this position, which I also like. Um, Yeah, I really enjoy all of those aspects of it. It's always fun. You get to
0: hear different stories of AmeriCorps fellows, too, being able to, be like, oh, I had to set up, like, all this new stuff that they didn't have. And yeah, exactly. Getting to learn, like, all those skills on how to do it. Like, if you don't know how to come into AmeriCorps, I mean, luckily, they provide all the training for us to do it. Yeah. And uh, we're able to learn a bunch of new things and add to our tool belts as, you know, future employees.
1: Yeah. Just to add a little bit of background, <clears throat> the VIP program has the three cohorts. So mm-hmm. one is schools, so K-12, through Um VIP startup, which Stephen mentioned, Mm -hmm. Um, basically starting from scratch, and then the service enterprise, like you mentioned, that utilizes volunteers throughout their entire organization. Yep, so
0: that's what we get to do. Yeah. What are you guys' plans for after Americorps,
2: after our second year of service? Mm -hmm. Well, um, I think I would like to continue in the nonprofit field for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I've really learned a lot about the nonprofit field, and I like the model. I think yeah, I would like to stay in the nonprofit fields. Um, maybe something even in agriculture. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. I've really kind of grown to love that um, that that field, especially urban agriculture. I think it's kind mm-hmm. of neat. He, I've always liked technology, and so you know, I never really when I thought growing up about farms, I just thought like rows of crops. But yeah. there's a whole lot more that goes into it now yeah. with all this new exciting technology. You know, we have drones and stuff that can survey the land and, um, you know, technology that can read the uh, moisture levels of the soil. And so I've always liked that aspect of it. And with urban agriculture, you really have to utilize that technology yeah. um, or else you won't do as well. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just really cool to see all the different technologies being utilized there
1: i would say for me i'm striving for staying at my organization Mm -hmm. um i definitely want to go to grad school but i want to take my time and still do good work in the meantime until i'm able to since school is expensive
0: Mm -hmm. um so if anybody would like like to give me a scholarship we you get stuff from americorps yeah we do so
1: one of the benefits is you get a educational award equivalent to the pell grant so um We serve two years, so that means we receive two educational awards if you complete uh, your hours. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's definitely been a help, uh, but still need a little bit more, so I'm working towards that. But, um, yeah, I would say I think... Uh, one of the things I forgot to mention is I think what was surprising about the program is to just realize how many people actually volunteer. Mm-hmm. To me, it's a little unknown. I don't really I hear people say that they volunteer, but for community service hours or something specific, not just because they they want to give back or just have free mm-hmm. time to give. Um, so I think that's been one of the biggest uh, takeaways from from being in the program. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah definitely. That's something I noticed too. Um, yeah. I had no idea how much people volunteer the same. Especially working at the the food bank, like I said, it wasn't clear exactly where I work. So, <laughs> yeah. Co- Community Action Partnership is most known for running and operating the food bank, the Orange mm-hmm. County Food Bank, um, and so. Uh, but we do have lots of other programs, so I guess I can go into more about that, um, the different services we offer. Um, we do serve. Um, oh
0: well, I plan on getting you guys back in here, you and Savannah. In, yeah. so you can talk about all your programs there too oh okay yeah so we have to do all that now
1: you know to like,
0: waste all the information now so okay we can, yeah so save we get it Save
1: it in. for later yeah
0: because right. we have three American fellows that are serving at uh, Capo C so that's true they do a lot of different things there and all very do unique different opportunities yeah yes. so we get to hopefully get them all on and talk to them more about what they're doing there yeah I'll see that all things going on cool so we'll do that Uh, So for you guys, you guys have been able to interact with a lot of volunteers in your time and service here, uh, like myself. Do you guys have any particular volunteering stories or experiences that are especially inspirational to you guys? It can be one of your own volunteering stories, whether you guys went out and served, or maybe a story from a volunteer that you've received.
1: Mm. Well, this just happened to me recently, and you both actually happened to be there. So we did a project (laughs) at a school um, in Garden Grove, and I used to live in a house by that neighborhood, but I usually go by the different streets. Mm -hmm. So I took a different street to get to the school where we're going to do the project. And I realized that that was actually a playground that I had played when I was, I would say like maybe five years old. Um, And it looked really familiar to me. It was still metal and like a little rusty, Um, but it was nice to actually go back there and, you know, connect with a place that i had been to before and being able to beautify that school mm-hmm. um paint it make it look nice for the students that are attending there now um it just took me back and i think it made me kind of think about how wow maybe i was meant to do this because i wouldn't think i'd be back there 20 whatever years later fixing it and making it look nice so i think that connected with me the most
0: yeah that's neat that was a lot that was a really fun project too. it
1: that's was fun. really cool good group
0: for dr seuss day yeah
1: yeah really across america mm-hmm.
2: yeah it was fun i like the uh, the volunteers—they are reading to the young children. Yeah. Oh, that was that was a cool activity.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, I guess that same event. Um, it's nice to see how appreciative that they are. Generally, I like the school beautification projects. Those are always fun. Yeah. Um, all the teachers just walking by, and they just seem genuinely appreciative, yeah. and they seem really impressed with what we get done out there. Yeah. Um, all all the, the kids too, like oh wow. Yeah. And
0: like, yeah. Oh. And they give me like high fives and stuff. And yeah. Fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not, I think, schools don't really get a lot, as you would think. Um, So I think when we're going out of our way to give something back to them, they're very appreciative, Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, they make sure that we know that we're there um, for good reasons, and they're thankful.
2: Mm hmm
1: Yeah, which always helps.
2: Yeah. And I guess, so some, uh, I guess a story of one of my volunteer experiences, Mm -hmm. um, or not my volunteer experience, but leading volunteer groups get Mm -hmm. a lot of, um, I guess there was, there's been a lot of people, or a couple of individuals that um, are from the Midwest, and they grew up on farms, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just great to hear that they're just so excited that the farm exists, and they find out about it, and yeah. the, 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 the thing that people always say is, I had no idea this exists, and it's yeah. so awesome that it does exist, though,
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and so, you know, you get these people from the Midwest that just haven't seen a farm in so long, and they grew up on a farm, mm-hmm. and they're just so happy to have the opportunity to yeah. get back to farming again, and so they really just enjoy those opportunities, and that's kind of something that they've shared with me in the past.
0: You would think in the middle of Orange County, yeah, exactly. at, at, behind a high
2: school, <laughs> next to a freeway,
1: next to a freeway like, yeah, right, you right in the middle expect, of the city. Like, oh,
2: here's this farm. Yeah. yeah. How big is
0: the farm? It's, it's eight acres. Eight, yeah. So I mean, you would never think, oh, eight acres <laughs> are just
2: farming land in.
1: Yeah, or how many people just pass by it on the freeway and just never think yeah. there's a farm yeah. right there.
2: Yeah, it's right. It has actually a really good location because we're right next to the four hundred and five freeway, so mm-hmm. people can just look over. I'm sure people have, you know, millions and millions of people have seen it, but yeah. um, so that's one area that we're trying to improve on for sure is marketing it and getting the word out there because mm-hmm. it really is a great program.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I always tell the story of us like going to India last year. Oh yeah. And building the playhouses for kids. Like that was one of my like top volunteering moments. Like getting to meet people from all across the nation, from Home Depot. Yeah. And lead them in a volunteer project where we built the houses. And like one of my houses that I built was a Batman house. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, being able to have like them design it and paint it and color it and kind of go all out yeah. uh, for the kids. And then when the kids showed up, like, the family showed up. Oh, I know. And, like, know. the volunteers, like, started crying because they were, like, oh, my gosh, like, these are the kids. And the kids were, like, right inside the house. And, yeah. you know, stomping around. Like, oh, my gosh, this is our playhouse. And we're going to have so much fun. And, like, the parents come up and, like, they shook everyone's hand. And, like, didn't, like, talk to the volunteers yeah. after. And they're, like... Now, like, we feel like we did something today. Like, we didn't just come here to play golf in Palm Springs and yeah. get a week of vacation like, and have to go back to New York where it's freezing, like, in two days. Like, But yeah. we actually came to do something that impacts, you know, a family or kids in the area, in this community. So they were, like, very grateful to be yeah. afforded the opportunity just to come out and do that with us. So I know they were gracious to me and think, hey, thanks for being a great yeah. leader and helping us out. And, you know, I didn't do too much, but, you know, I helped them, like, put together the roof and... nail everything in and I didn't do any of the painting because I was like all the creative people because I'm not creative at all but it was a lot of fun to do that so that was always like the top thing I always like to share with people about AmeriCorps and my volunteering experience with them and uh it's always just fun to talk about
1: yeah I would say the VIP program is a lot more administrative work back Mm -hmm. office um we're behind the scenes so the fact that we're able to do those projects and see the benefits of um, volunteering and leading these groups Mm -hmm. I think it's Kind of a little bit more of motivation for us to keep doing what it is that we're doing.
0: Yeah, just connecting with all the people that we're trying to recruit, and you know, yeah. getting them to realize, like, hey, this is a need in our community, and then they're able to mm-hmm. come in and say, hey, you know, I want to support this.
1: Because if we don't do it, then who will? Exactly. You
0: know, because we're getting things done for America. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which is the AmeriCorps motto. All right. So at uh, both of you guys' sites, <laughs> are there any things that are coming up that you guys would like to discuss any further? Far like, uh, it could be. Any volunteer opportunities, or you know, projects, or maybe personal plans that you guys sites you guys have work you guys are working on. Um, yeah. and if you guys have volunteer opportunities, where can the people go and sign up to join
1: those it. opportunities? So I know for one OC um, mm-hmm. Earth Day is coming up. Yep, that will be in April, so the week of the sixteenth through the twenty second. Um, so we're working on projects, getting projects right now, so they'll be on our site soon. Um, if you do decide to sign up for that, uh, you would go on one Um. Under the volunteers tab, there's a volunteer calendar, um, and you'll find opportunities there, um, especially for your team volunteers. Um, they can sign up through our family service team and create a group so they can all volunteer together. I know a lot of them have tended to do that already, but for anyone who's new, um, I would just take a look at that. So our volunteer calendar.
2: Awesome. Yeah, volunteer calendar is great for 1LC. I've used it personally. It's a great way to get volunteers, mm-hmm. um, of course, as lo- as well as Lion's Hearts, Lion's yeah. Hearts uh, Portal. Yep. Um, yeah, so, yeah, like I said, the farm is pretty much a year-round kind of dealio, so um, we do have lots of events coming up. We have um, quite a few events booked for the rest of March and for April. mm mm-hmm. um, Doing, so we currently are doing, um, harvesting right now we're in the harvest season. So we're harvesting our vegetables such as lettuce, broccoli, cabbage, and cauliflower. Um, so we need lots of volunteers for that. Um, so if you want to do a a harvest activity, then that's kind of the main thing that we're focusing on. Okay. Um, also the, with the rains that happened this winter, Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of weed growth. So we need help Mm -hmm. removing that. So those are kind of the main um, volunteer opportunities mm-hmm. that we have um, out of the farm, and then also um, we have the food bank, of course, and the food bank utilizes hundreds of volunteers a day. And the main volunteer act, um, opportunity that they offer there is to pack food boxes for our senior food box program. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really big, fun. I know you guys have done that and, and led those yeah. projects yep. a
1: few times. That's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so it's it's a really cool. Um, kind of it's just a really cool opportunity um there's just this assembly line kind of formation and you put different foods that are um you know healthy foods that are going to go out to our senior citizens yeah um and yeah that's a really really uh, exciting uh, program and I really enjoy that yeah. that activity
0: all right awesome so I know we talked about all the positive things we experienced you know in AmeriCorps stuff like that but if you guys could go back what would you do differently uh, in your, if you when you started your AmeriCorps service.
1: Um, for me, I would say, um, sort of tend to write everything down to them starting my service term because now, as I'm looking back to mm-hmm. leave a legacy binder for the next AmeriCorps lead, mm-hmm. it's hard to think back to the questions I first got on, what people needed clarification on um, were my first few steps, so I wish I could have gone back, so now I'm retracing my steps, uh, but that I think would have been a lot more helpful to mm-hmm. helped the, the next person. Um, and maybe just try to figure out what kind of group you're going to have. I know for me, two years. Um, different type of AmeriCorps members that we've had so seeing what the best way to communicate with them is um, because I do want everybody to be successful but everybody works differently and they're placed at different places so it's hard um to combine everything so just maybe be a little bit more organized sooner than later Mm -hmm. yeah
2: yeah I'll say kind of the same thing um just documenting everything I think is important um documenting what you're doing that day um documenting um many volunteers you're getting and just really being on top of that because, yeah, there's a lot of extra work that you're putting on yourself if you have yeah. to go back in time to figure out, you know, all these details and all this data. Um, then I would also say that, you know, I did get very, um, I was very fortunate with where I was placed, mm-hmm. um, but I guess if I was going back, I would probably want to do a little bit more research on the different nonprofits that were out there sure. and... Maybe, yeah, just do more research and figure out which one was really the right one for me. And it just happened that I was placed at a very a good one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was due to Kimberly just being a good leader mm-hmm. and, and reading our personalities in the interviews and placing us at the right place. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot has to do with Kimberly's and, and her job. I think she does an amazing job of placing people. Um, but yeah, I think just making sure that that's really where I want to be. Yeah. Because yeah, I was just kind of lucky that it it was perfect. So
1: Yeah. yeah. You definitely wanna make sure that your interests are at least aligned because it is eleven months. That's a long commitment. You wanna make sure you could something that you you're gonna enjoy, um, during that time and it, it helps. So that's a good point.
0: Yeah. I know for myself, like, I wish I would have found this sooner, like, right out of college. Yeah. Like, I would like, like if I would have known, like, oh, I totally would have joined this. Um, yeah. And then probably things I would have done differently is, like, maybe maybe join NCCC. I don't know. Just get a different experience, go travel and yeah. learn a bunch of different skills, you know, hang out in a van for <laughs> hours on a day and drive around doing different projects all over the place. Yeah. Uh, or maybe doing it somewhere else, like, going to Hawaii or oh. like New York or Seattle or, yeah. Wherever AmeriCorps people are at. I mean it's we are all over. Everywhere. The place, so yeah. So yeah. I mean I think it would have been cool for me just to go branch out a bit and do something different rather than staying, you know, here in Orange County. Yeah. So All right, yeah.
1: let's go back. Turn time and go to Hawaii for AmeriCorps.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Yeah, that's what I would do differently. <laughs> now that you point that out, sign up for that one.
0: <laughs> and I'm gonna ask you guys the same question I ask all of my guests to come on to the podcast. Lastly, do you have any pieces of advice that you would like to share for anyone looking to volunteer in their community, or maybe anyone that's interested in joining AmeriCorps, to be more specific, I guess?
1: Um, Let me see. So for anyone who's looking to volunteer in their community, um, one, I would say... Just to do it, it's easier said than done probably, but everyone wants to do good sometimes and you're like, oh, but I can't find a place or you need a reason. Just do it. There's not going to be a lot of time to do it later on when you have work or if you get too busy with school. Um, So just try to find some time Um, as well as just you never really know where you're going to get out of that experience Um, as well as hopefully, um, you know, making somebody else like their experience that they'll want to do the same thing and volunteer Mm -hmm. Um. So think about that. Um, just be open-minded about the opportunities too, because, like Steven mentioned, you know, there's a weeding project at the farm, but it might not sound as enticing as doing something else. Um, but it's just as equally as beneficial. So just know that all volunteer opportunities are, um, you know, great opportunities for these nonprofits. Um. So you want to make sure that you know you, if you see an opportunity, you take
0: it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um. I guess I would say almost not entirely the opposite of that but something <laughs> in contrast to that would be to you know research each nonprofit and kind of know what their mission is sure. and um, know what they're trying to do and make sure that you're since it is time that you're giving up out of your day make sure that it's a nonprofit that is doing good work in the community yeah. um, you know look at testimonials from other volunteers that have volunteered out at those sites because um, I there was a a time when uh, one of my volunteer, the people who are coordinating an event out at the farm was just telling me about uh, an impact day that they had scheduled for uh, the previous year and it just mm. it didn't go well at all. There just wasn't anything for them to do. And so you, it is possible to have a poor volunteer experience. Yeah. Um, I know that's possible, um, but don't let that discourage you. You know, I think it, the one thing that was the silver lining on that that day was that, they really had to be creative and kind of h- yeah. see how they could help the organization because they really weren't prepared for them and mm-hmm. um, so even in the worst type of situations, it almost brought the it brought people's personalities out. So yeah. I was mentioning to this woman who was scheduling that well, you probably saw people's personalities really well.
1: Yeah,
2: um, and and especially in those times of hardship. So yeah, I would say just research the nonprofit and what they're doing and make sure it's something that you're interested in and it, it aligns with your interests. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, just do it. So
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of going off of both of those. I mean, for me, I would just say, I never get to answer this question, so it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> uh, I'd probably say that, there's a reason why you're going to volunteer there. I mean, unless you just got dragged along by, say, like your parents or something other or someone that said, hey, just come with me. Yeah. And you have no idea what's going on that day and they say, hey, we're just going to go to the giving farm or, hey, we're going to go to a homeless shelter.
1: Yeah.
0: If you have no idea what you're doing, at least go in there with an open mind. Um, and like Stephen said, you know, you can research a little bit. I mean, most of these nonprofits, uh, if they're not too small or underfunded, yeah. they do have a website or someone you yeah. can contact. You can ask ahead of time, like, hey, what are we going to be doing? What's going on here? What is your organization about? Um, so I think it's always a good thing to know a little bit before you go into it so that you know at least kind of what to expect. But always going open-minded, uh, ready to serve, ready to have fun. Yeah. Uh, have, bring a smile and bring a positive attitude. Because uh, I know volunteer courtiers appreciate that as well, uh, coming from that side of it through AmeriCorps. Yeah. Um, but people that are just willing to go out and give their time usually aren't going to have a negative experience. Um, don't read into the Yelp reviews, like Stephen said. I mean, I know people. <laughs> like some people do. Uh, it's It's common. I mean, it's not unheard of yeah. but uh, go in with open minds just go in you know ready to serve ready to do good and you know ready to get a positive feeling and a good feeling uh, butterflies in your stomach when you go out and serve so I think yeah. that's probably what I'd have to say
2: yeah yeah definitely don't read into the, the negatives <laughs> too much <laughs> definitely
0: <laughs> alright guys well that's gonna wrap it up for our AmeriCorps week episode thank you for so much for coming on to the show appreciate having you both on thanks for yes. having us
2: thanks for having us it was yeah. a lot of fun thank you so much
0: Awesome. Thank you again, guys, Lolly and Steven, for coming on to the podcast today. Really appreciate having you on to talk about your experience, uh, AmeriCorps, about your sites, what you guys are doing, and some ways that Lions Heart Teens can get involved here locally with both of your guys' nonprofits. So, thank you again for that. Shout out to you guys. Um, So a little bit more about AmeriCorps before we end the show. Um, All the programs have a service term anywhere from 3 to 12 months. Services range from 300 to 1,700 hours, which are the top end of 1,700 hours, including full-time, part-time, three-quarter time, half-time, quarter-time, and minimum-time position. So there's lots of different options for you guys out there to serve in AmeriCorps if you're interested. You can serve anywhere in the country and even travel and serve on various projects depending on the program. AmeriCorps does provide a living allowance for members, and upon the completion of the program, we talked about a little bit in the interview, members are eligible to receive the Segal AmeriCorps Education Award, which is equal to the max Pell Grant amount, which this year happens to be $6,095. So the award is named after Eli Siegel, a pioneer of national service and the first CEO of the Corporation for National and Community Service, or CNCS. The award may be used to pay educational expenses at eligible post-secondary institutions, including main technical schools and the GI Bill-approved Bill programs, or to repay qualified student loans. And for more information about AmeriCorps programs, if you guys are interested out there, you can visit nationalservice.gov to look at the program, see what they have going on, check out videos, um, and you can even sign up there. So if you guys are interested in looking to sign up for AmeriCorps, you can find different places around the country to sign up there as well. Well, guys, that's going to wrap it up for me this week for Toby Talk, and happy AmeriCorps week. So guys, look forward to talking with you next week, and until then, don't forget to always think of others before yourself. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <music> Your jeans are ripped Their souls needing to be mended It's not hard To help the last fortunate Even though you're still a kid Straighten your spine With your lion's heart You can change people's minds